it's kind of like a crazy mindset to be in. Yeah. To like, man, I'm so angry with myself because we're not we're not where we should be or where I want to be. Yeah. You know, but then that doesn't bring you um you don't operate in the right vibration, is what I feel. No. Were you an athlete, school teacher, or maybe worked in a corporate world? Our careers, they tend to be the way that we identify ourselves. Now, what happens when that identity is taken from you? We found ours in real estate. Now, let us help you find yours on a free agent real estate investing podcast. Starting now. Welcome to the Free Agent REI podcast. I'm your host, Stratton Brown. And I'm your other co-host, Michael Butler. Thank you guys for joining us again. I mean, when, so, and we were having a conversation before this. Flipping birds, dude. Like, so, like, I'm, I thought about, like, grabbing a bird. And, like, uh, flipping, that bitch flipping birds. Like, like flipping, flipping birds. Flipping yeah. somebody off. Hitting that good old Dave Ramsey. You know what I'm saying? Just flipping the birds to life, entrepreneurship. You didn't like your switching lanes? Or did you want to I'm not talking about mine, bro. Or you want to re think, ours? I think, I, think, I think we should do something with ours. We talked about it before. I mean, we don't even talk, we'll talk about, about real estate. Yeah, we we don't even talk about real estate no more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we do, but, you know, it's very... Talk about life, entrepreneurship, being parents, um, everything. So I like flipping birds more. Yeah, it's kind of tight. Huh? I like flipping birds more. <laughs> shit, hopefully no one steals it. Yeah, we'll come up with some other shit. Dirty though, bastards, just in case. All right. So today, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, My first million. There, and it's two dudes. Like both of them sold their company for eight figures. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, and so like they're in like the tech space. Like okay. I said, like how I've been listening to all these fucking different tech podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And so I was listening to their podcast, and their last one had five really good questions. Yeah. That I was like, man, we we could riff off of this. I heard like two of them. Right? <laughs> that's 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 how good the five questions was. Yeah. The two kind you, of t- took a moment. Yeah. Right. So they stole my answers though. <laughs> all right. So I'm let's go with the first one. Yeah. What area of my life am I settling in right now? What areas in my life am I settling in right now? Like that makes you think. Yo, for sure. I mean, it's, it's deep in a way because you got to really reflect on what are you kind of just like okay with and you understand that you're being okay with, but you shouldn't be okay with. Um, you want to answer it first? Or you want me to answer it? Oh, man. I get, I get, I, I'll start I've off. been thinking start about off. it. You can start I'll start off. off. Like I said, they stole my answers, man. Like I think uh, first thing first is, is probably it's probably my, my fitness, my weight, my health. Um Obviously, you know, the biggest excuse everyone always says is time, right? We're mature enough to understand that it ain't necessarily time. Everyone got time. Um, so definitely, I think I settle, I'm settling when it comes to my health, even though I shouldn't be. Um, I've acknowledged that. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's, it's my health. It's my fitness, getting into better routine, uh, taking better care of myself. Because uh, it's one thing to sustain uh, or create a life um, that we can do what we want to do and, you know, live at our leisure and stuff like that. But if you're not healthy enough to really enjoy those moments or enjoy those things to the full capability of them, um, then it's all for nothing. So uh, one thing that I would say that I am definitely settling in in my life would be my fitness. For me, what was it? I'm always fitness. Any. What really struck me, bro, is like, well, I'm putting energy into all these things. Like, okay, yeah, like, what am I actually like focusing on and pushing forward, like, mm-hmm. with my own energy? Because like now I can see it in like buckets. Yeah, I'm like, all right, what are we pushing forward? So I'd say, 
right now I'm in a super heavy work phase, but it's needed. And this is one thing that I've been trying. Like, I'm not a big fan of work-life balance to where, like, again, mm. like some things will go fucking up. Some things will go down. And it'll it'll always weigh itself out. So I'm really heavy into the work lack of fitness i'm not as big on family right now honestly mm -hmm. just because of like i mean i've been working like 7 a.m till 9 and then coming home eating yeah and then we'll go to sleep and i'll just wake up do my little thing and then i think again. it's huge to say that though because i think everyone wants to portray like you know oh well i don't i don't you know i'm not settling when it comes to my family life and stuff like that and, and i think to be honest a lot of us um that's one thing that we settle with is our family because we get you know, especially entrepreneurs and just anyone that's a visionary or anyone that that's a dreamer, got big goals and, and they got a, you know, mean work ethic. Like that's one thing you're settling with is family time. And that's why yeah. that's why work life balance is always a huge discussion to a lot of for a lot of people, um, because we know that that's one thing that always, you know, that seems to take the back burner, you know? Yes and no, because I I'm a big fan. I'm a massive fan of pace. And I think I love his output. Uh-huh. Right. Like, like in the way I mean by his output, like pace's cadence is on a whole nother level. The output mm -hmm. of shit that he gets done is on a whole nother level. And he legitimately wakes up earlier than majority of people I know. Yep. Gets done a bunch of shit, spends time with family, works. Yeah. Right. To where like in all reality, it's are you present? And like when we're there, are we there? And mm -hmm. then communicating with my family, like, hey, I'm going to go into a really, really big push for here for a while. Mm -hmm. And maybe for like six months. And then after that, we'll go back into like more family time where I'm coming home at like a decent time. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like diving in all the time. But then again, I'm a really big fan of like strike when the iron's hot. Mm -hmm. If we have an opportunity or we need to work, one of those two things. Yeah. And like the iron's hot, bro. Mm -hmm. Fucking go into it. And then if we are not going to be present again, make sure we're telling our significant other and our kids. Like I've, I've been trying to bring Zeno with me like more everywhere mm -hmm. I go just because, again, like I'm only going to get so much time with him again. 100%. And then I'll even segue into this weekend, Jake with me to go with me to go speak at this conference. Okay. Um, and one of the speakers is 28 years old. His company last year did $130 million in revenue. Okay. And it's four years old. Like bananas. Yeah. <laughs> And his parents are some of the richest people in Utah. Like he like grew up going to um, the White House, like dinner with the Bushes and the Reagans, mm -hmm. like real like real money, like billions. Mm -hmm. And he's one of the he is a fucking polished ass human being. And he was like one of the biggest credits I give is his parents were in MLM, like okay. so they made all their money through MLM, different MLMs, okay, like billions. And he's like, I was with my parents all the time, and I got to see all of the mindset stuff. I got to see him speak on stage. I got to speak on stage. Like, I got everything poured into me that he they got could. exposed to it. He got exposed to it. Yeah. And he came. And he, I think he came out amazing. <laughs> Obviously. Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> twenty-eight years old, man. That's 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 phenomenal. Right. And like, he still had his own dark spots, but then like he acknowledged them and brought them to the forefront. Talked about them, how he handled them. So okay, I want to be able to pour into my son that way. Mm-hmm. To where, yeah, I'm I'm working all the time. My son's gonna sit there and see me work. Yeah, like play with your toys, and then like again, we'll take a break. I was a little bit late here because me and my son were in Kalani were out there playing with a drone. Yeah, okay, that's that's dope. Though. Right, so I was like, okay, I got I got. I was like, all right, clear out an hour. Zeno's going to Legoland with his mom for like a week. Okay, so I was like, all right, clear out an hour before I have to leave. Let's go play with the drone. And so I'm chasing around with the drone. I crashed the drone like four times. Thought I broke it, but then like that's still work life balance because like okay, I'm there, I'm present. And then now we have to go back to work mm -hmm. and then 
everyone knows, all right, this is the way it's going to be for today. Yeah. Or this is the way it's going to be tomorrow. And even communicating with my significant other of like, all right, so no, like over the next, ex like today, here is my schedule and you can yeah. see it. This is what it's going to look like. I'm not going to be home. Really, when I come home, I just want to eat, kiss, and then I'd really just like to go to sleep. Yeah, I think, and, and that's huge though, because like you said, you communicated that with your significant other. And, you know, everyone always says when it comes to relationships, communication is key. So it, it's not, it's not the amount of, amount of time that you put into your business or whatever hobby or whatever it is that you may do um, that takes away from your family. It's communicating that that's what you're probably, that's what you're going to do. I think it's easier to, to live with certain things when you know up front that it's going to take place, yeah. right? What's what's a woman's number one uh, thing that they always say? Well, just talk to me about it or communicate it. I can't read your mind. And so um, it's funny because recently um, me and my wife were sitting there and we were trying to uh, think about really just our companies and and just like how, you know, we go about it, what exactly you do with a certain amount of time and stuff like that. And it came up. I mean, it's, it's not a secret, man. I'm not I'm not the most organized person. Um, I'm not the most focused person. And so when something comes up and having three kids and, you know, the, the family and stuff like that at home, it's just when things come up, everything's important to, to me. Like it has to get done. And so if I'm supposed to be doing something else, but then this comes up, but there's a, a window to be able to do so. And that day I take care of it when all honesty, I could have just scheduled it, you know, for another day, another another time block and handled it then. Um, and so what we realize is that, you know what, like the biggest way for me and my wife to be. Uh, to see eye and eye, to see eye and eye on kind of what I have going on, is for her to handle my schedule. Um, and so, what that looks like is something comes up, I relay it to her that this kind of that this needs to get done before this time, or just whatever it may be. Yeah. And she finds a place in the schedule or in the calendar for me to be able to do those things. So now it's more like if I'm doing something else outside that schedule, it's more like, hey, you gotta you gotta stay focused. You know yeah. what I mean? If you needed to do that, you should have told me I could have put it in the schedule for you. But this time is blocked for that. And that helps her feel needed. Right. It helps her, her understand kind of what I'm doing on a day to day basis without me feeling like I'm being micromanaged. Yeah. I mean. She, so she's your assistant like that's in a <laughs> yeah, nutshell. Yeah, I mean, in, a, in a nutshell, that's that's pretty much what she is. She's, you know, a highly paid assistant. <laughs> Jay-Z for me, like he's takes care of a lot of shit, dude. Yeah, like, I don't know what I do do without him. Just, mm -hmm. Like he will be gone for a couple hours, bro. Where the fuck are you? Like, I <laughs> <laughs> what I got going on? And honestly, like, dude, like I was super juiced about it. Like I sat there and it was like, you know, I just finished running the marathon or something because I was just like I felt super accomplished um, because it was her suggestion. You know what I mean? And so um, you, we've talked about it before. I'm always like, hey, well, let me check my calendar. Whenever someone asks me what I got to do, I'm like. Or if I can do this, this, and this, I'm like, well, I got to put in the calendar. Because if it's not in the calendar, like, bro, don't ask me to do it. And if it's last minute, don't ask me to do it. Um, so it's dope because now we get to sit down with each other. Um, as you guys know, she comes to the office with me now. Mondays and Fridays is our day to come to the office together. Um, and we, we kind of look at the week and we go through the things in a week, kind of what's coming up and what's important. So then it's easy to say when things come up, okay, well, I'm done at this time. We got from this time to this time to handle whatever we need to handle. And I and me not feel like I'm not being productive with work because I now I'm no longer worrying because I know that it's built in there. So and you're not leaving. You no, I hate the thought of am I leaving something off? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh shit. Like it's where now like I have I just text stuff to mm -hmm. Jay-Z, like add it. 
add it, add mm-hmm. it, add it, add it. And then I can just look at it like, okay, I, cause I hate dead time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to eliminate all dead time in my calendar period. Like I don't even want yeah. five minutes. Like I want like here, 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 here. Yeah. And it just doesn't stop until I'm done with the day. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm, I don't, the dead time, it just gives me time for what? Cause like bullshit. The, yeah, for bullshit. The bullshit. Hop on, hop on social media or something. Right. And like, and that's, that's, that's what it what becomes. Like, that's if there's exactly nothing there, you're like, oh, well, fuck. You start scrolling and stuff. So, no, I agree with you. I'm trying to think what else I'm, what, what else am I settling for in my life? My fashion. <laughs> yeah. Fashion, fitness. I mean, family, but like at the same time. I I fully acknowledge the family side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's be a good time for uh, if, you know, if you guys listening and watching, you know, drop in the comments. You know, what is something in your life that you feel like that that right now you're settling for, um, and and how can you fix that, or why are you settling? Yeah, and then there's other things, but then we'll talk about those later. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what was the next one? What battles am I choosing right now? All of them. That's, that's what I said. Bro. I, I thought about that. I was like, man, that's like my probably my biggest problem. I fucking I want all the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I like all challenges. But I want Any and all, all of them. I want all the smoke. I want all the bullshit. I want all the stupidity of you saying some stupid shit. Yeah. But they were like talking about um going into the comments and replying to people. I was like, okay, well, I'm not that far. Yeah. Cause I got when our uh, one Facebook reel went viral, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man. like, Because I could go in on some people. Yeah. But like, I, I was going to choose those battles. Like, what am I going to do? Fucking, Because I could do that shit for like three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, bro, there were so many comments there that I could have like, been fucking going. Like, you're a broke bitch. You're fat. <laughs> <laughs> you still live with your mom. Yeah. You're cross-eyed. And you got fucked up teeth. Like, why are you coming at me this way? Like, what battles, man? I mean, that's tough because it's like, well, I mean, I really don't know kind of like with, with battles and stuff like that. I mean, I, I guess. What do you have any love? Your pettiness level, I guess, would be like a good way to put it. Like, are there some things to where, like, ah, oh, man, you know what? Generally, I should let that go, but I'm going to die on that hill. <laughs> I'm going to die on that hill. Um, Honestly, bro, like, to me, when I think battles, like I think negativity, and I think I'm in a space where I really don't hang a lot on a lot of negativity, to be honest with you. So, I mean, I guess battles that I'm choosing right now would be more in internal battles, um, just from a, 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 a business standpoint, I guess you could say. Um, battles that I'm choosing is is sometimes giving in to some doubt, um, not trusting yourself um that's a good one you know i think i think that's a battle that that recently i felt like i, I i've been choosing because that i mean it is a choice to to hang to to you know to, to drop your head every once in a while like um not necessarily questioning what it is that i do but qu- questioning how efficient or how productive i am at it um questioning the skill level that you have in certain things so um but luckily having great people around me i mean i've had conversations with with great people um, to kind of you know get myself get myself going in, in in a sense of you know you're not the only person obviously that that goes through those type of things yeah. and um, you know are you and one of the questions that I was asked was really like you know look at yourself four years ago do you believe that you're the same person now that you were four years ago when it comes to just being a you know 
a human, a, a human, a business owner. And, and this was more reference to business, really. And, you know, the, the answer was hell no. <laughs> you know what I mean? For the, for the most part. Right. But there are some some things within that I feel like skill wise that I am. And that was a great question that, you know, that I was asked because it was just like I shouldn't feel like I'm I'm skill level. My skill level should it's be still in the same, same place. You know what I mean? Because they say you're either the same. What they say, you either get better or you're the same good. Yeah, or, or, or you're dying. Or you're dying. Yeah. Because other people are getting better. Than other people are getting better. And so there's, there's, there's the battle of self-doubt at that point. Because if you feel like you, you, you're staying the same, well, then shit, why am I still the same? Like, what, 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 why isn't that a priority for you? What battles am I dying on right now? There's nothing that I, this is probably my ego. There's mm -hmm. nothing that, I, no battles that I'm currently holding mm -hmm. that I know actively is just nonsense and i just continue to hold the battle every battle's worth the fight yeah <laughs> <laughs> if i fucking choose to do it i've decided it's you worth it say. and nothing else matters or else i wouldn't have did it or else I i'm mentally strong enough where i wouldn't do a battle i wouldn't right? choose a battle that wasn't worth it exactly even if i even if i'm gonna fucking lose like at that point it's like principle yeah <laughs> um i'm trying to think um of other battles that i sometimes i just i don't um acknowledgement i guess of being wrong that's now maybe that's a battle that i always choose because i can't stand somebody that can't acknowledge that they wrong you know what i mean like because to me that's just that's just not being that's that's choosing to either not want to get better or choosing to take any type of accountability i guess you should say you know, because I, you know, I'm big on accountability. You fuck up, you fuck up. Say you fucked up. Just tell me you fucked up. Like, don't say that it was, it wasn't that. Like, you was just, you was just wrong. So those are just battles that I can't, especially when, it, when the facts is just all out there. If you don't want to do it, just say you don't want to do it. Right. Don't give me the reason of, well, because it is, because of that. That shit didn't just pop up. You might have known about that already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that's a battle that I'm always going to just fucking, if there's a sword just sitting Sitting on the table like I'm diving head first onto that bitch because I just I yeah. can't stand that. That's a really good one. All right, nothing else. I'm I'm perfect. Yeah, <laughs> they're not even battles. They're not even battles. <laughs> they're not even battles. For somebody else, that's a battle. But for me, bro, this that's a skill. <laughs> for someone else, that's a battle. For me, it's just another everyday. You know what I mean? It's just a day in the life of Stratton Brown. It's another hump in the road. Uh, what am I letting in that I need to shut out? What am I letting in? I need to shut out. I think I kind of said that it was self doubt. Right, you know, doubting myself. Like, um, I think I seen I seen someone post uh, something today um, from turning in the keys or whatever to to a building that they that they had got uh, for their company that they you know that they never thought would be possible. You know what I mean? And they talked about you know as entrepreneurs, there's always that constant battle of honestly just you believe or you have so much faith in what you're doing and yourself that you go broke plenty of times and every time you go broke you're like how the fuck am i here and you start to question you know why why yeah. am i here like am i am i not that good and um you just got to trust yourself and whether that be from like in our business generating enough leads i you know maybe that's that's not really the, the issue but it's it's converting leads you know turning leads into deals and and deals into closed escrows and stuff like that and so um you can blame it on the market <laughs> you know you can blame it on a lot of things and you really just got to keep going because you just got to trust that trust that what you're doing is 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 enough 
um, it's worked. And as long as you're consistently doing it, man, at some point it has to turn. So but we should um, never trust that we're doing is enough, right? Well, that- not 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 that it's enough, but that you're you're still doing the right thing. Like maybe okay. you need to turn up the dial in how how um, how much of it you're doing, um, but you but trust in the process. And so I think that's what was the question? It was it was. What are you letting in? That you what are you letting in? So that doubt, you know, just not doubting and just really trusting that process. For me, I I mean, self doubt is always big. At a point in time, self hatred was a really big one, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like I've gotten over that quite a bit. Self hatred. When self-hatred. you say self hatred, you just didn't like yourself. Yeah, I'm just like un- I mean, because you're so unhappy with where you're at. Like, it's, it's kind of like a crazy mindset to be in. Yeah. To like, man, I'm so angry with myself because we're not we're not where we should be or where I want to be. Yeah. You know, but then that doesn't bring you um you don't operate in the right vibrations, whatever. No. So so it's it's funny that you say it like that too, because I was uh I think I talked about it last last podcast and it's it's just a different uh story about it, but uh it was with Steve Harvey and he talked about how he had woke up. I think it was like on his 50, uh, 65th birthday or something like that. And he's sitting there and he's just, you know, saying like, man, I just, you know, I, I, I thought I'd be a whole lot further than I am, you know, I, you know, at 65, you know, and what his wife had told him was just more like, you know, you got to be thankful, you know, you got to be yes thankful. No. Well, you got to be thankful. She was like, you know, you go out there and, you know, go hop in one of them cars that you got in that garage and go drive around and, you, you know, sit your ass down somewhere is basically what she was saying, because uh, he believed that, you know, gratitude is a huge thing, because if you were making fifty thousand dollars, you know, year one and you turn that around and you made one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year two, are you where you want to be? No. You know, our goals are always so, so, so much bigger than just that. But we got to be thankful and we got to show some type of gratitude for the hundred hundred thousand dollar increase that we've made because before you get before you can continue to grow you got to be grateful for where you where you've grown to um and i thought that was that was powerful um because it's just like when he talked about um went a little religious with it with god and stuff like that and he was just like you know that's just like you know well not even that and that he was just like say you had a neighbor and they came over all the time for sugar right always needed sugar you gave them sugar, you gave them sugar, you gave them sugar every day, and they never said thank you. At what point are you going to be like, look, bro, like, you're going to have to go figure out how to get some more some sugar or go buy some sugar, whatever it may be. And then you compare that to someone that's coming every day, you know, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. At one point, as, as the person that's given the sugar, this person's always thankful. Like, I might go out and just buy him a one-pound bag of sugar. Right. You know what I mean? Because... I want to bless this person because he's always grateful for yeah. for the help in a sense. And so he's saying, you know, you go from fifty thousand to a hundred thousand or one hundred fifty thousand, and you don't show any type of gratitude to that. What's going to make someone want to continue to bless you? Yeah, you know. And so that was the meaning. Not necessarily. That's, I mean, that's a real thing as far yeah. as I mean, we hear law of attraction, universe shit, but I mean, that's a real, real thing in that respect. And I mean, I've talked about like the five minute journal that I use. Mm-hmm. I need to get. Like, I'll do it probably like three or four days out of the week. Mm-hmm. Like, I wake up and I'm sitting there like, what am I grateful for? Because mm-hmm. uh, on that pod, on the same podcast that we pulled this off of, he was like, dude, there's one guy in my life who was sick for two years and couldn't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And so he hypes me up every day with all his gratitude. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, I walk today. Yeah. 
right? To her. Things yeah. you take for granted. Right. right. Things you take for granted. Yeah. It's like, bro, I walked today. Mm-hmm. For two years, I couldn't get out of my bed. Like, yeah, bro, I'm I'm grateful for my legs. Yeah. One of our employees' mom just died. I'm really, I'm really happy to have my parents in my life. Yeah. Right. But then like, and then it kind of recenters you. But as far as the self-hatred, bro, I mean, because it only I feel like all entrepreneurs, and I was telling Jake this, all entrepreneurs have a really dark spot. Like, I mean, the, yeah. best, the best ones I know, like, because we're fucked up, bro. That's, but that's what that's what that's what drives you. That's what drives you. That that dark spot. And sometimes you gotta take yourself there. You know what you, I mean? Bro, to, you gotta take yeah. yourself there. And like some people, are like, oh no, it doesn't work that way. Like, well, I mean, I've yet to have someone tell, yet to have someone who is where I want to be who told me it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. Everyone, I think everyone has a dark spot. But the difference between the successful people with dark spots and everyone else who has dark spots is that some people have dark spots and they sit in it. You know, they mope around, they sit there, they they got their um, they got their blackout curtains, you know, closed. Don't let no type of sunshine in. You know what I mean? And they stay in that same situation. They do nothing oh, to get out, get out of it. No channeling. You, of it. No channeling of it. Whereas, you know, when you talk about successful people having dark, dark spots in their life, like those dark spots is what continues to drive you to do more and more and more. Like, you know what I mean? Like it fuels production, really. Exactly. And that's the difference. Yeah. So I'd say, what else am I letting in? So the self-doubt, I've imposter. And we talked about this this weekend. Mm-hmm. Shit. Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, none of these, I was like, I feel like an imposter right now because like one of the dudes asked about imposter syndrome. I was like, dude, do you not think I feel like an imposter? Like I, was, I got up, I was like, yeah, we make like, we'll make like a couple million dollars this year. Mm-hmm. And then the 28 year old dude gets up and he's like, yeah, last year we made $130 million. The dude before him was, he's 30 and his company's got valuated for $300 million mm-hmm. and they have multiple eight figures in the bank. And he's going for ten billion. And but is that being an imposter though? Because you really spoke on what that accomplishment was. I I spoke on like failure, right? But like, Mm -hmm. I'm getting up and speaking at an entrepreneurship conference Mm -hmm. on something to where, jeez, that other people have mastered. Based not mastered. That's the two people, like three people, because then there was another guy who sold another company for eight figures. Yeah. To where I was like, yeah, of course I feel like a fucking imposter. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it ever goes away because you're gonna be. Hopefully, you're putting yourself in rooms. You're the smallest one in the room. Or they just make you feel like an imposter, and you really are. But yeah. like, you're going to get there eventually. Yeah. But I, that that was my thing for that. You're putting yourself in dark spots to fuel places. You're putting yourself in dark spots, whether it be certain rooms with other people that are at a, at a higher level. That is considered to me a dark spot. Yeah, bro, it, I mean, it brings some hard, type, it brings some type of self doubt. It, it, it takes you to a whole nother. I mean, What's the? Like, it is so fucking uncomfortable for me. And you could tap out right then and there. You felt uncomfortable. There's people doing doing it on a whole bigger scale than you're doing. You can sit in a room with your fucking blackout curtains closed yeah. and fucking tap out. But it's fuel, you yeah. know. And there's a reason why you are where you are is because you continue to put yourself in rooms that put you in dark spots. But you know how to channel it to continue to grow. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever like talked about how fucking uncomfortable this masterminds make me feel. Like so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like being in those rooms where you really, like, you truly don't belong, right? But then, like, the people in the room know where you are; they know what you can do, and they're mm-hmm. going to bring you along. He brought you there for a reason, right? Like, you're in there for a reason, yeah. but at the same time, bro, it is really uncomfortable to be like the smallest fish. But to put it, and in nobody really talks about it. You pay to put yourself there, right. like how fucking, like how, how fucking <laughs> twisted, how twisted and is sadistic, that shit? You know what I mean? Is it <laughs> to where I pay to put myself in, like? 
to where like, oh man, like and I am, and I feel so uncomfortable. I'm fucking sweating. Yeah. Like I'm, and I'm, I'm super nervous. Like all these other things, but I know it's the best thing for me. But I'm putting my. It's like going and doing a workout. But growth doesn't come from being comfortable. No. You know, and 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 I think someone posted it today. Actually, you know, just self doubt being in uncomfortable situations where you start to doubt yourself, but then you understand that in order for me to grow, I have to feel this way. If I do not feel this way, it's something wrong. Right. And I, I'm not the dude who's just going to go out and be able to do it. Like I, I want to fucking, I want just to get advice. So I know I'm so big on mentors cause I'm not going to go and create something new. No, I'd, I'd say the hardest part with like call magicians, mm -hmm. I can't go fucking pay someone for a blueprint like you can in real estate. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I've, we've really just come up with this shit off like the top of our head. I'm like, okay, the system does not work anymore, and then we have to mm -hmm. tear it all apart, put that together. Does that one work? No. All right, tear it all apart, put Same. it back together. Does that one work? Right, and it's after time, after time, after time, after time, to where in a lot of different, a lot of people are okay with that. To me, it just doesn't make sense. It's so frustrating. Yeah. All right. Well, so so okay. It's funny you say that because as you're as you're explaining that concept, like in my mind, I'm like, damn, we low key was like raised on some shit like that. Like when you talk about like Tetris, Tetris, Lego, like think Minecraft, about it, right? Yeah. Like how many times did you put the wrong piece in the wrong Trial fucking wrong fucking place? You end up losing the game, but for some reason you continue to go back because you're like, I'm fucking, I gotta get past this this phase of the game. I gotta get past this. Okay, I, now I gotta flip it this way, put it along the sides. You know what I mean? Like it, it's Tetris. You know, being a business owner is is like playing Tetris. You're going to put pieces in the wrong spots plenty of times. But as you continue to, to just do it over and do it over and do it over, you get further, further and further. It never seems perfect, but you're continuing to grow and get further. Right, that's another thing. Tetris is never perfect, right? It is. It's hard to get yeah. that fucking five. Yeah. That five across the bottom. <laughs> to where oh, it all lined up. I got that one long one. Yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, but it also is thinking on your toes, right? Learning how to learning how to 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 adjust, um, remember kind of where you've been, and to make changes as you go. Yeah, as shit gets faster, like that. That that's crazy. That's a hell of an analogy, man. I'm that's gonna have myself on the fucking back, man. What's what's one more? So self doubt is a big thing that I need to stop letting in, but I don't think it'll ever. It's it's healthy. I have mm -hmm. a. Because you don't want to be ignorant. No. Right. I mean, like not, the motherfuckers that, that don't like to admit that they're wrong. Right. The motherfuckers don't want, like to admit <laughs> that they're wrong. The dude's like, oh, no, I got it all figured out, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, I mean, and nobody talks about this enough. In entrepreneurship, nobody knows a fuck about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos still mm -hmm. do not know what they're doing. Still, like, because they're the only ones doing it. Yeah. Who else is doing There's it? There's no one at that level that can tell you, oh, oh, I built a business just like that. No, no, bro. You ain't fucking taking us to Mars before, bitch. Yeah. Like, they do not know what they're doing, and they're coming up along the way, and it's the same thing as adulting, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, you think everybody has it fucking figured out. Yeah. Nobody has it fucking figured out. And then nobody talks about, like, hey, yeah, no, I actually really struggle with alcoholism. Or, hey, mm -hmm. you know what? I really have problems at home. I have this problem. I have this problem. I have this problem. Mm -hmm. Nobody has it figured out. But the first, they, what to say, the first step to acknowledging that, acknowledging that you, uh, acknowledge, 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 the first step to growing um, is acknowledging your problems. Yeah. So is is acknowledging that you know you got a drinking problem, acknowledging that you have you know you you battle with self doubt, you know all those things. So, and no, I do not have a drinking problem. 
I have a bender problem. I go, I go on a hey, quarterly bender. All, all, on, on the podcast, he did say, you know, two benders a year. <laughs> so, uh, he said two. Yeah, I you think, probably got more, but he's saying like you know, to live a life right. like with no benders in there. I mean, I think one a quarter is good. I think one one <laughs> one bender a quarter is good. I got exhausted just thinking about what that entails. One one bender a quarter is like, like I feel like I reset. I get out all of my demon energy, for like uh-huh. a lack of better words, me just being a degenerate. Uh-huh. Like okay, all right, now I can go. You get that hang hangover out the way. I mean, let's be get that. Like, man, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna go. I wish I'd go out there and just have some fun like that. Let loose, to right? Me. And then you, you get go you do check that shit. yourself. Then you go do that shit. You're like, man, what the fuck do I continue to do that, man? Like, shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you yourself. Take you a week to battle back, bro. You're like, man, I ain't doing that shit again. Right. Okay. So, one to four, I think, is healthy. At least where I'm at in my life. Okay. At a point in time, I was, so I was talking to the dude. Who, uh, whose company is worth 300 million? He has some, so he has some investors on his cap table. So, like people who have invested who are all billionaires. Mm-hmm. He was like, Bro, at this point in their life, you can only raise money from like you get really good money from January to March, and mm-hmm. then it's like sporadic throughout then. And then after October, nobody invests any money and everybody just goes and skis because they're all billionaires, right? And like they don't want, and they've all come to a truce because they don't want to miss the next Uber. So and no so one. all their life, all their life is after fucking October is benders. But why after October? That's because holidays. So nobody creates anything in the holidays. Well, they just don't invest after the holidays. Hmm. And they're always by their phones because they don't want to miss out on the next opportunity. Like imagine if like you had a chance to invest in like Airbnb seed round mm-hmm. and you put in like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, or hundreds of millions. Yeah, and so like they don't want to miss that. Okay. All right. Next question. Am I around? Am I surrounding myself with the right people? And who are the five most people I'm actually spending time with right now? Uh, the five most people that I spent that I spend the most time with. Yeah. Um. Obviously, my wife. <laughs> um, Your wife and kids count as one person. Okay. So my so my wife and kids. Um. No. My aunt and uncle. We live with them now, but we always spent a lot of time with yeah. them because they help us with our business too, and they help us with our kids. Um, you, Jake, <laughs> you right. and Jake, uh, when we're we're here once a week, man, and then uh, my business partners, uh, Cletus, Cletus and Aaron, on on flips. Who else should be in there? That's not my parents, uh, my siblings. Um, and just more people doing more than what more more than what I'm doing. I feel that. Who am I spending? So obviously, my beautiful girlfriend, our crazy son. I talk to my dad every day. Mm-hmm. I talk to my dad like once a day for like anywhere from like five to twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Who else? I mean, Jake. I've been spending a lot of time with Jake lately. You, I talked to Dino, because I, I don't even have like a five, dude. Like, because I mm-hmm. just, well, I do owe Glenna. Like, I talk to Glenna every day. And, 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 but that's, is that talking to or is that being around, like physically being, like a physical being? Uh, I mean, everything I do is virtual. So it's not like um, I'm around. Like, I, I'm just on the phone all fucking day. 
So but, I, can we say that that's a, like a like enough? And who else would I say? I met my cigar lounge would okay. be the other thing to where like I'm around different older dudes who like or somewhat seasoned in business, and that's mm -hmm. why I like going over there because I get to. Just, Again, pick their brain for no money. Yeah. Just fucking smoke a cigar and like talk to them about shit. Yeah. So I would say I'll use that as a person because mm -hmm. I get a different mix of people. You're, yeah. So you but you're around a good, a good flow, a good mix of people. Yeah. To where like I, I can go there and I can still relax, but I still get what intellectually stimulated. Mm -hmm. And like that's like the other person. So I got Kalani and Zeno. I got you, Jake. Dudes in my cigar lounge, and then who else am I consistently around? I mean, those at your meetup. I mean, you, you got your weekly meetup. I mean, that's just like that's just like lunch. It's yeah. like it, like, but it rotates. Like, I don't yeah. want the same people every time. I'm trying to think of like on a consistent basis. Bro, it's, it's not that that many people. I mean, you're fucking busy. Like, people don't yeah. people don't really understand how busy you really get. But that's why I have like the masterminds. So is that something is that would you say that that's something that that we're, we've settled in life with? I think um no because I'm it's phone calls for me. Mm -hmm. Like it's phone calls with those people. But we also know that 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 personal interaction and that person and actually being there physically being there like we get that we got to surround ourselves with great people are we not intentional enough with surrounding ourselves with those to help us grow from a physical and a personal standpoint, to be honest with you. Um, because I think I, I've had a conversation with someone where I said, you know what, like I really value like our friendship, mm -hmm. you know, but a lot of the times that we talk, it's really strictly about business. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like I've taken enough time to really get to know you on a personal level, you know, even though I respect you so much, Yeah. you know, and you know, it's funny because we were actually out to, um, our me and my wife's anniversary was uh was Saturday, um and it was also uh, Cletus Cletus's birthday. Yeah, and so um, me and my wife did a staycation, right? We booked a hotel here locally to make sure we spent enough time, you know, spend some time with each other, but also want to make sure we're also nurturing a relationship that's important to us. Um, and so we went to we went to the birthday dinner or whatever with Cletus. Um, well, we met at a job site. <laughs> um. And we, we really work, to be honest with you. But again, we love what we do. And we went out to lunch. And at one point, you know, Cletus had asked us about something. And he was just like, well, he was like more about, I don't know if it was about my parents or it, it was something of that aspect. And he was just like, like, I just want to know like more yeah. about you, you know, because we, we always talk about his work, you know. Exactly. And that's, you know, you sit back and you really evaluate that. And you're just like, man, because it's like, when you love what you do, it don't ever feel like work, especially when you surround yourself with great people, people who feel the same way about work. Unintentionally, you're yeah. always talking about work because it's a passion of yours. Exactly. You know, and so, um, yeah. I was my fifth person. Like I, I am consistently talking to, let's just say like my group. Okay. On, like, Cause I have like my brothers like I've got like so we got like Los, I've got Mark, I've got people in the DM family, mm -hmm. um, people in the storage rebellion, my boy Michael Ray. Like, so like, mm -hmm. I have all those people who either are calling me or I'm calling them for like five minutes, check on them, see mm -hmm. how things are going, how can I help you? And that was like that's my fifth. Okay. But like it's that's the reason like why I'm considering moving though. 
mm-hmm. so I can get more people. But mm-hmm. at the same time, but everyone's not located in the same area. Yeah, every, everyone's not located. So, in the so same at that area. point, it's like, okay, well, where do you go? Do you go back home? I wouldn't go back home. I really like Texas. Who's in Texas? Um, I just Dallas. I have a, I have a lot of friends in Dallas. Okay, I'm about to say, would it be the same shit as like being here? No, and D- Dallas is a little more active. Okay, but yeah, that that is what I'd say. It is like the fifth one is like because I have people in my own mastermind. I'm in other masterminds, and then mm-hmm. I'm reaching out to friends. My friends are reaching out to me. To where like sporadically throughout the week, I'll go have like random text messages, random conversations mm-hmm. of what's going on, and that's the fifth. But there's no like consistent person to where I probably need to change that. So you need to get around probably more people. Hey, bro, I've been thinking about picking up golf. Um, you know what I mean? I've, I've we go once a year uh, for my <laughs> for my for my wife's uh, grandfather because he he loves golf, and so we go every year Thanksgiving morning. All the men we go golfing. You ain't, bro, go play some football like a man. I don't want to play no fucking football, bro. Come on, bro. Come play in a turkey, bro. Bro, I'm trying to go play some golf where there's a million and billionaires and get good and start whooping their ass. Man, I'm going to go fuck a billionaire up in the turkey bowl. <laughs> like a man. A billionaire? Like a man. Those niggas ain't playing with the turkey bowl, bro. Yeah, they're going to try to. No, they're not. They're going to try to. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to try to. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I was actually talking about that uh, with one of my buddies. And it was funny how that conversation came up. Um, he was just like, "Man, I've been thinking about picking up golf. Like, let's go golfing." He's like, "Oh, my dad, my dad tell me all the time, like, boy, you think you got some money now? Wait till you wait till you start, you know, golfing. You start, you know, rubbing shoulders with the right people. Um, because think about the people that golf. To be honest with you, yeah, you know, I'm not saying I'm gonna do this shit every day, but you know, there's some wealthy people that golf every day because my only pushback is like, bro, they're not at a point to like they're at a different point in life." That's fine. But like they can sacrifice six hours of their day. So here's the thing. Like unless we're not I'm sacrificing meeting... it all the time. The idea is to do something consistently to where you're recognized at wherever it is that you're golfing. You know what? This person golfs with maybe it's once a month. Maybe it's once a week. This person twice a month. This person's golfing. What is it that what do you do that allows you to come golf twice a month? You may not be here every day golfing. But now I'm interested in what it is that you that you do that allows you to be able to come golf twice a month. It gives me too much fucking anxiety. What? Golfing. Like I, I cannot oh, does it? I cannot not work for six hours and fucking golf unless I'm doing it unless it's you an actual early. business meeting. You go early. It, it could be a business meeting. No one said it couldn't be. I mean, but like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until you... like I have it set up that way. So like mm-hmm. Pineda, I think Pineda charges five thousand dollars to golf with him. To golf with him. And like he has it set up every Friday. So I like, think about that. Right, but think about now you get six hours of Ryan Pineda's time. Oh, bro, and it's one hundred percent worth it. Like, so I'd I'd pay to go golf with Ryan Pineda, mm-hmm. but like people would have to pay me to go golf with them because like I'm not the people. So the people who golf, mm-hmm. I'll come into my fucking cigar lounge anyway. So I like I, you know what I'm saying? I get the same access to them. But are they the same people that that, that you guys? Because you're being exposed to a different group of people essentially. Um, but I'm saying like if we had like a group of like just our local investors, right? Maybe it was because we don't spend enough time around each other. Just really just just brainstorming, throwing our shit at walls and like, fuck, I fuck with that. Like, you know, I mean, it's always at a maybe a real estate meetup or, you know, um, you know, I mean, it's always good to make a golf day. But but it's just more like a golf day where, you know what, some of us, we get just like the dinner that we had at Limelight. Right. A group of us get together. You know, I mean, once a month we go golf. You know what I mean? And we just kind of what's going on in your business. How's everything going with, you know, at home? How's your kids like? I feel like shit comes up. 
that and we get to spend good time in a sense with each other without having to always feel like you know what let me, let me pick up the phone and call this person um just to check in with them because then it's, it's kind of like uh like you know what i mean like i don't know if it, it feels yeah. like it's just more like it's not so authentic sometimes because the time it pops in your mind is like fuck i could have just asked someone so about it like you know what i mean at least we know like there's that point in time where you know we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna be able to shoot all that shit out catch up whatever questions we may have for each other um and just be able to get that stuff out like that yeah i mean this world i'll throw a golf tournament can we come like, up can we come up with like a golf tournament like a charity golf tournament well, i kind of wanted to be a little bit more like intimate yeah intimate with like everybody else that we have yeah um, you know what I mean? I think I think that'd be, that'd be something. We need to do another dinner. I know um, Mondo was gonna throw one. I'm mm -hmm. just waiting on him to finish that up. Yeah, it's about time. that last one. That last one was last year. That last one was two years ago. No, it wasn't. At Limelight. Yeah, that was two years ago. Fuck. Yeah, that was two years ago. But I want to do another one of those. Some this year. Well, really, in the next couple months, I want to throw my own charity event. Mm -hmm. And then do another um, like actual investor dinner to where mm -hmm. we can get us all together again. Because mm -hmm. I I like that, and I'd want it to be, I'd want it to be a little bit more active though, instead of like us just like kind of like because you get pigeonholed. Well, next to the yeah, because the table is so big, and you know we got so many people, so many good, fucking good people there. Yeah, you want to catch up with everybody. Yeah, but just sitting at a table talking about it, or you know trying to work your way around it, or talking over somebody. But that's why I thought golf is dope. Yeah, because we're all kind of just intertwined with each other oh we did investor paintball one time and that was really fun i don't want to do paintball you don't want to do paintball no i'm not trying to get hit with a paintball okay i'll think i'll think of something well think of something too sure. well, and then yeah, we just yeah, yeah. and um, then you just i mean throw it in the group chat and we have it together the only thing is now that some people get butt hurt that they get left out so what was the next question you had <laughs> What battles are you choosing every day? What battles are you choosing every day? <laughs> oh, in what ways am I in my own way? In what ways am I in my own way? My attention span, dog. I think that gets him. That gets. That's how I get in my own way. Is the lack of a a lack of an intentional like time or focused time i guess that makes sense mm -hmm. so if i'm doing lead follow-up you know from two to four really making it two to four and not three to four or 230 to four like just really being um making that like non-negotiable yeah because sometimes i could say like it's non-negotiable but you try to say you know but life happens and i and i do one thing that i do know and it has always shown to me in life is when you truly make something a non-negotiable it happens other people respect it too yeah you know what i mean and so i'm um, really trying to i think that's where i get in my own way is trying to have flexibility for a lot of things or be available for a lot of things or for a lot of people sometimes that i get in my own way because i'm not doing the things that i need to be doing or i should be doing um, what ways am I getting my own way? I'd say attention span and then lack of obsession. Mm. 
Because mm, what got you to where you where you obsession. at? Obsession. Obsession. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think obsession is the most power. And like people always, and this is me like hearing something and then like, yeah, that's a really good point. And then mm-hmm. fucking saying it again. Like it's not like I came up with this thought on my own. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but like people always say, like, no, but like the reason you are is where you are is because you were obsessed with it. Like mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah. Like you got obsessed with it. Like whatever you were good at, you were at a point in time obsessed with it. Yeah. Like everything that is worthwhile, you need to be obsessed with it if you want to actually make a dent in it. So because there's yeah. so many in everything, there's so many people battling for that one thing to where if you aren't obsessed, then it, you're wasting your time anyways. Yeah. Yeah. To where I'd say my lack of obsession in several different areas of my life is holding is me holding me back and not allowing myself to obsess and having too many things to obsess about. Like, like, and so let's just say every year I get to a point where I like go broke (laughs) probably like twice, two or three times a year. And when I say go broke, it's not because like, it's like a heavy investment here and like I cash flow. It's, it's, it's cash flow. It's like looking down, looking down at your shit and being like, damn, like, where is it coming from? You know what I mean? And every time I get to that point, again, that's the dark spot of entrepreneurship. Every time I get down to that spot, I can almost 100% guarantee that it's always because of a lack of obsession. It's a lack of obsession, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It's 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 it's, it's a comfort zone. It's a, it's a, oh, okay. It'll happen, right? Maybe sometimes being ignorant to the sense of too much faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit just happens without you doing shit. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I think obsession is that's that's a huge one, man. That's that's 100 <laughs> percent because every time I can and I think it's it, it is the faith in yourself that, you know, what when shit starts to get bad, like I know that I can fucking. Right. But make shit happen. But that's not a good way to do business. That's not. And mm-hmm. so and again, we can span this across all different entrepreneurs, the best entrepreneurs, even though they may neglect other things, the people who build the biggest things are the ones who can obsess over something 24 hours a day. Yeah, they will get the farthest. So let's talk. Like, let's talk about Jason, right? Um, he's someone that I would say has like an obsession, but I think his obsession is with consistency. So like his obs- he has a healthy obsession of consistently doing the little things that continues to push him forward. Well, I mean, obsession with consistency, I guess so. I mean, I'd see it as like now, like obsessed with your business or obsessed with something being so good that like nothing else matters to where you can truly work until 3 a.m. And this is probably a fallacy in my head <laughs> to where you can work until 3 a.m. And like you're obsessed about it and the shit's going to get done. and it doesn't even feel like that anymore because mm-hmm. like we are that obsessed with it happening or I'm that obsessed with getting in shape or I, like everything boils down to your level of obsession with what you want. So do you see like. Because those are two different levels of obsession. Because one takes a tremendous amount of your time. What? The obsession of just like, just full throttle, just going, right? Because when we get obsessed with something, we do it night and day, right? I want to be obsessed with like five things and only five. And so that's why I say the consistency of uh, the consistent obsession with the consistency of doing the small things. So, like, whether that be writing down your goals, beating with your team, and consistently, like, yeah. marketing, whatever that may be. But, like, you know, I may 
I may not work as long, but one thing that's a non-negotiable are these three things. I'm obsessed with these three tasks. And as long as I'm obsessed with these three tasks, shit can never go wrong. And even when it does go wrong, it's not for long yeah. because I consistently do those. So I'm consistently laying bricks. And I, I think, and this is another point I heard. He was like, bro, we want to know what the biggest thing that holds most people back is they truly never get to be obsessed about anything in their life. Yeah. You don't care about, you don't care enough. Like you don't care enough. Yeah. Terrell, okay. Like I want to be so five, three to five obsessions. Number one would be family. Number two would be fitness and then faith and mindset mm -hmm. and then my business. Yeah. And then it would only be, I'm not a big fan of, so like the dudes who say we have 30 different businesses and you're doing eight figures, but how many eight figures is one thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think it leaves enough room for enough obsession over the one thing that she's like, that's going to push it forward. But maybe the obsession is just building businesses. I use this example. Elon Musk has two businesses. Jeff Bezos has one. Mm -hmm. So what's the, what's the point? So why would I have 40? You know, like you, you can only put in so much energy and be, you can only develop a, so like we have the 10,000 hour rule, right? Mm -hmm. To where you have to develop a skill set of like an expert in order to make that business really good, right? Mitch, you have the knowledge Mitch. compounds on itself over time, mm -hmm. exponentially. You cannot do that over 30 different things. But what if your obsession is building a team? Then it would get, then I would, you know what I'm saying? Like forget, you know what I'm saying? For building a team. Cause but, like, but you got to use but this if, example. If they're your businesses though. You have 30 businesses that you've built teams for. Yeah. You could have scaled this company at a whole greater level and so made it. So we still whatever. have high level problem solving that can only take up so much. Like, so if we have 30 different businesses, there's, let's say 20 of them are fucking redheaded stepchilds and we could probably cut them off right now. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But then if we're the true visionary and high level thinker, and we have 30 different businesses, we, we're kicking down 30 different doors at a time to where like, I really believe in like the one thing to where like, you're still solving problems in your head subconsciously. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in your shower and that thing clicks, like that's what we're gonna implement, that's what we're gonna do, and that's the idea is gonna be like, okay, now we're past that, how do we get past that? When I'm trying to solve all 10 of those at the same time, it gets really hard. Mm -hmm. And then like, let's say, so in our companies, we have our media company, we have our virtual assistant company, we have our real estate company, we have our self-storage company, and we have our education company. So let's say we have five. For each one of those companies, I have to learn a brand new skill and start to implement that thing. And yes, I can hire on teammates to do it, but still my job is to be the high-level problem solver that's only solving one problem at a time. Until you hire that person to do so. Okay, but then at what point in time does the revenue on that company make sense to replace yourself? So in order to replace me would take a lot of money. To where I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? No, I 100% I get what you're saying. And we're talking about like more of something that you're obsessed with. And again, I said like if you're obsessed with building a business or building businesses in general, but you understand that you don't want the, 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 the longevity in being in that business for that long. And you've gone in with that expertise of understanding that I don't plan to be having those high level thoughts on this particular business i just want the structure of the business because i know that it formed because i've done it plenty of times so now you continue to your niche is the fact that you're great at starting a company company putting systems in place and leaving it and that's what you're charging people for i'm a master at startups 
and getting it running without you having to be in it. And now that's what I'm going to start charging people for. And that's what I'm going to start coaching in. And so that is your high level thinking to be in that area. It's still vertically integrated though. You know, like, cause again, I'm a big fan of like very specified knowledge, specified knowledge and starting a company and putting things in place. If, you cause if you're going to approach like the 30 different things, mm -hmm. I would rather approach the investing in 30 different things. You know what I'm saying to where like, if, if you want to uh, really apply that rule and law, like, okay, now we have X amount of money. I went and as these other investors who I was talking about earlier today, they go place hundred thousand to several million dollar bets over across 30 different companies. One of them will work out that one that works out will 50 X their money and the rest of them die off. Okay. So if we talked about say like, let's use Airbnb, right. And we talk about managing portfolios and you build a portfolio of homes or listings that you're managing under this property management, right? But they're, they're short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that we do know is that people are going, they're building these portfolios of like a hundred, you know, 40 to a hundred properties and they're selling them for a few million dollars. Mm -hmm. Right now, your skill is that you've learned how to build short-term rental portfolios and sell that company as a package. Yeah. Right. So then what prevents you from just going ahead and doing that 30 more times? Because the chunks are so much bigger by selling that company. It's still, that's it's your still, skill. Um, that's a buy and a sell, and it's a cycle. Mm -hmm. It's not 30 simultaneously. Yes, I, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a buy. You're not holding up. on to it. You're not building this one and then going to go, you know, build this one to 100. Then you start another company, you built that one to 100, and now you're running, you know, 200 properties under two different umbrellas, but you and have no end goal to what Airbnb, you're doing. Though. But you have no end goal to what you're doing with it. You just have 30 different property management companies with 100 in a portfolio, but you just continue to build more. Like, at what point are you going to start to right. and sell them so, off? And you're talking about like, yeah, if we stayed in Airbnb, I don't see that as multiple different businesses. I'm taking this as, as a true that's specified. That's more of a, specified I, get what you're knowledge. I get what you're saying. You're an expert in building portfolio, building right? Property management. Portfolio. Where we can even take Hormozy. Hormozy is like, bro, I'm <coughs> I'm really good at service businesses that are info marketer, like that are info based. Like if we have that, like that is a skill that I've developed over time that I know I can leverage. And at this point, he has all of that knowledge mm -hmm. that he can apply to that. It may be a little bit broader now. Yeah. But then all he's doing is investing and solving the same problem over and over again. And it's not a new problem that it's is arising, right? Because the one new problem is him. How do I get this whole fund to the next level? Not how to, you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Like yeah, it's that, a lot, that, I get what you're saying. It's a lot different. It's still one business. It's still one business. Yeah, I get what it's you're a capital out. It's not fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. You're not fucking doing an MLM and then you're doing crypto right. over here and then you're doing freaking jet skis over here exactly <laughs> like i had one like fuck, what are you good at bro like what, what are you good at yeah 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 yeah. i had a um shout out lalo he was like bro you should start a life like uh he posted you should start a life insurance business and i was just like oh well, he said bradley's doing it why don't you i was like because you can only build so many boats at the same time mm -hmm. he was like well why don't you just have two boats so i was like well what vehicle's faster why does it fucking matter? Like, what's the goal? Yeah. Like my goal, like my goal is to get across the fucking lake. My goal is not to get across the lake and forge on two boats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like an in simpleton way to put it. Like yeah. my goal is to get across the fucking lake. My goal is not to get across the lake on a boat with two boats. Your goal may be get across the lake on a dope ass boat. Mm -hmm. Cool. But like know the goal. Mm -hmm. I just know for most people, your goal is to get across the lake.
Yeah. So your goal is more money. Your goal is. And not. that's why when more people, when people bring other opportunities to you and they're just like, hey, you know, you want to do this, you want to do that. Hey, have you thought about doing this and that? And, and, and I'm quick to just be like, you know, like no disrespect, but like, like it seems dope, but like, I'm just not interested. And they're just yeah. like, well, I don't, you know, I don't get it, bro. If I know that the, the number one problem that I have is being able to stay focused, why would I start building all these different boats? Because I know that none of them will ever get finished. I know that I need to focus on this boat. Right, and then when I get up. this one across the finish line, maybe I'll take a look at this one. But until this one is done, exactly, can't do that. We got any comments, dude? You check. Are we no. streaming this, Jake? Do we have any comments? No? Perfect. Y'all some fucking haters. Wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, obviously, like, share, subscribe as we post stuff on our social media. Feel free to share that share it with anyone that you feel like will uh get any type of value from it. Again, we only grow by you guys helping us out. We can continue to push, uh, put our content out there. We don't advertise it. We don't do anything like that. So the only how we're going to get in front of the most people as possible is if you guys help us out and share our stuff onto your stories and stuff like that. Hell yeah. Anything That's else? I, That's all I got to do. That's all we got, man. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Free Agent Real Estate Investing Podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star review. If you would like to stay in touch with Stratton and myself, follow us on Instagram. And please be sure to subscribe to our Free Agent REI Podcast YouTube channel and give us a thumbs up. 